This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. Subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any one of a multitude of streaming platforms. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Heck, even throw out some ideas for future podcasts. But today, what I want to talk about is that for many Americans, 2023 will be the year they finally cross the finish line and enter their long-awaited retirement. And for many other Americans, 2023 is going to get them one year closer to their own retirement. Now, with that in mind, during today's show, we're going to examine some of the significant changes to retirement planning that are on the horizon in 2023. A Yahoo Finance article, here are the biggest retirement changes coming in 2023, which is really a restatement of what I just said. It does present some information I found pretty darn interesting, and we're going to share today. It's almost like a reaction video without the video. Right. So, um, I, (laughs) this is not a, this is not a visual medium. No, there's not a visual medium, but it's like, it's a reaction cast, I guess is what we're a reactive cast or something. We're, we're, we're going to react to this article, talk about some of this stuff, but, and now that you've heard that voice, does everybody know whose voice that was? That was Tony Shore. It's like, (laughs) It just cuts through the ether and it makes everything make sense. Tony, how are you doing today? I am mildewing today. Um, no, I'm doing oh, great. Where's the drum roll? Uh, yeah, well, I don't. There, there you it go. is. There you go. No, I'm doing great today. Thanks for asking, Matt. I've had an incredible week. I got to spend time with my parents, with my kids. Um, just been a lot of family stuff going on That's lately. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And. I don't mind saying between now and when we're going to record the next show, while you will be experiencing another another birthday, you somehow yet again will not age one day. No, I I do not get older, even though even though it is my birthday coming up this week. Uh, as of when we're recording the show, just in a couple of days, um, it is my birthday. But as I try to tell you, I do not get older. It's amazing. I, I'm I'm uh, the only person it seems that isn't aging. Yeah, you defy the laws of physics. It's <laughs> I'm being a- very sarcastic uh, when I say, of course. But uh, thank you for that. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, you know what? My family is taking me out for a really nice steak dinner for my birthday at a supper club. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, they used to have these things called supper clubs, especially in the Midwest. And it's kind of like it's kind of like the old timey steakhouses where you get, it's kind of a darker atmosphere, candles, and there's the crushed velvet seats. Oh, and, okay, okay. And uh, 
and you know it's it, it's got a vibe to it when you say darker atmosphere you mean like less lit not like there's people standing around with masks with horns on no them and stuff, no, right? no 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 oh no no okay. no no just right. the lighting is a little dimmer okay. it's a okay. supper club there's a, and they're there's only okay. open for su- they're only open for the dinner meal or the supper we call it's it. a certain ambiance it's like a steakhouse it's like about. a nice steakhouse okay yeah, yeah. and all right so just to, to let the listeners know what's your favorite cut of beef then well, you know what? what? I always you, you I love? always struggle with that because I don't go out for steak a lot, so I never know what I'm talking about. You know, I, I mean, I like the New York strip, the tenderloin. It's all it it all seems pretty good. I just like a good steak. Okay, the, the correct fillet. answer is ribeye. Is it ribeye? Yes, that's the correct answer. Is ribeye uh, that has a little more fat in it usually, doesn't it, or no? Yeah, that's what's called the flavor. Yeah, that that adds the flavor, huh? So tenderloin is is very tender, but you're losing out on the yeah, flavor because yeah. you don't have the marbling in the meat. And there is a good chunk of fat in the middle of the ribeye. You just cut that out. How about the uh, fillet? Fillet is good. It's a very underused muscle in the cow, so it is a very tender piece of meat, but yeah. it's just not nearly as much flavor as the ribeye. What about a New York strip? It's tasty but not quite as tender as the rib. The yeah. ribeye's got that nice, you know, strap on the outside. Yeah. It's, it's everything. It's so everything. What makes the ribeye be. better? The marbling, the flavor, um, the texture of the, the steak. It, it's everything a steak is supposed to be. Mm, maybe I'll try the ribeye. Yeah. Yeah. I'll report the, back. Yeah. It, it's, it, you know, some people love a porterhouse cause it's got a filet and a strip and I can understand that combination, but single steak, my, and it's gotta be a certain thickness and the filet has got to be a certain size. I, I'm kind of a beef. I love beef. And when I was younger, I even sold beef like right, right outside of, right out of college. But I'll tell you, ribeye is the cut. That is, if you're going to a steakhouse, get the ribeye. Yeah. I'll try it. Uh, right. I'll give, I, and I never order that. So that's a good idea. I'll try that. Alrighty. Um, now, as far as our topic today, yeah. uh, we're talking about beef. people who are going to retire soon. Yeah, beef is the topic. Sure, <laughs> sure. So, uh, you know, I think you've chosen a good one because a lot of people, obviously, uh, are probably are a lot of our listeners are thinking about leaving work for the last time and uh, beginning their retirement that they've worked so hard for. So where do you want to start? All right. So let's start with that article we were talking about. And what it first addresses is several retirement reforms that were included in the federal spending package that was passed by Congress in late 2022. Um, For example, beginning this year, retirees must begin taking their RMDs or the required minimum uh, minimum distributions from their tax advantaged retirement accounts when they turn 73. So as a lot of people know, that's an increase from 2022's age of 72 and a which was an increase from the 70 and a half, which never made any sense. But interestingly, that age <laughs> is going to rise to 75 in 2033. Wow. In so, 10 years, it'll be 75. And right now yes. they already moved it to 73, you said. Correct. For this year. Um, additionally, the federal legislation supplies a $500 tax credit to small businesses that either allow military spouses to join the employer's retirement plan within two months of beginning a job, um, allow the the employers to receive an employer match before two years of service, the employees rather to receive an employer match, sorry, and to let these workers become 100% immediately vested in all employer contributions. So there's a couple little changes already for 2023. Yeah, and I can see how some of that information is exciting news for a lot of people. I mean, these are good things. 
Now, what about Medicare changes uh, coming coming oh, okay. up or happening this year? So Part B premiums and deductibles, we did a show on this. They're going down, uh, not as low as they were, but it's still down more than they, they had been. Yeah. Uh, it will be cheaper for millions of Americans for the first time in more than a decade, but not as wow. inexpensive as it was. It's just cheaper because of how much more it cost last year. Let's let's be clear about that. But specifically, the, the premium for Medicare B, which covers your visits to the doctor as well as other outpatient care that's not covered by Part A, will be $164.90 this year. It's a drop of 3% or $5.20 from 2022's rates. I'm not trying to carry water for Congress here by making it sound like they did something great. They brought it back down to a reasonable level. Um, furthermore, Still, it's a positive. It is a positive. They finally did something yeah, right, but it would have been nice if it, if they made it even less expensive or found yeah. a way to give it to everybody, right? But regardless, uh, the annual deductible for Medicare Part B beneficiaries, that's going to be uh, $226 this year. That's a $7 drop from 2022. Uh, provisions included in the Federal Inflation Reduction Act, which we all know what a silly name that was, means more than $3 million uh, Medicare Part D beneficiaries who have diabetes will see guaranteed co-pays for insulin that are capped at $35 a month for their monthly supply. So that's huge news, too, for all those people suffering from diabetes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I think that uh, obviously um, this is important. People need to understand this, but I think it just it means you need to work with somebody who does this day in and day out and knows the ins and outs to avoid the pitfalls like you. And I have people in my own life, Matt, who are going to benefit from things like insulin caps. I know people mm-hmm. that that's really going to affect. I wish they would put a cap on insulin for everyone, not just those on Medicare. But I am pleased that at least this is a step in the right direction, like you said. I agree. You know, it's such a weird thing, the whole topic of insurance, insurance for all, Medicare for all. In a perfect world, yes, we'd want everybody covered, everybody reimbursed properly for all the work they put into becoming doctors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But steps in the right direction are better than no steps at all. Um, There's some potentially um, more positive Medicare news coming this year. Tony, for example, vaccines that are covered by Part D will now come without co-pays or deductibles. Um, So things for like shingles will no longer be a financial hurdle for some people. Um, They does add that while the Inflation Reduction Act provides what may be the most significant changes to Medicare in nearly 20 years, a lot of the provisions for the program, 59 million beneficiaries, including reducing uh, you reduce prescription drug prices and out-of-pocket costs, that those still aren't going to take effect for quite some time, but they are coming down the pipe. Yeah, that's that's good to know. I wish it all took effect immediately, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that or would, last year. Yeah, or or 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, it's like, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's yes. the second best time? Today. <laughs> so, 19. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yesterday. I think changes to Medicare, whether they kick in immediately, though, or won't begin for a few years, that's another good reason to meet with a financial services professional like yourself, Matt, because the reality is Medicare is a huge part of retirement for millions of Americans. And that means getting insights from a financial advisor like yourself is going to be a beneficial thing to do. I would hope so. Um, Next thing about this article 
there's a good deal of social security changes that are popping up this year. Uh, the biggest one that most people have probably heard about already, if you haven't um, paid attention to your checks or if you haven't actually retired yet or started your social security strategies yet, uh, there's an 8.7% cost of living adjustment for, that's with the COLA increase. That's the biggest increase since 1981, but that makes sense because that's about back when inflation was nearly as bad as it's been recently. So <laughs> sometimes you're forced to do things. The government's forced to do things. Uh, it, it raises the average retiree benefit this year by more than $140 a month, but it's necessary to keep up with the increasing cost of things. So while it feels good, remember, um, you know, keep an eye on your spending plan, what you've been spending on the other things, pay attention to some of the other shows we've talked about, about getting rid of some of those unnecessary expenses in your life. And maybe this COLA increase will help you keep up this year. Uh, the, the article calls a combination of a high COLA and a smaller Medicare Part B premium a once in a lifetime event, which is probably true when you consider that it's the government that gets it done. Uh, you know, <laughs> but um, hopefully, hopefully we see them do the right thing more often in the future. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And, uh, you know, um, I think I read something about huge changes this year to retirement plan contributions. And what can you tell us about that? Well, I want. I think we're going to do a whole show about some, or pretty close to a whole show on some of the Secure Act stuff here. Oh soon. yes, that's you true. probably you know stick stick around next show. I think we're going to do the Secure Act. Sure. Uh, there's a lot to get through on this one, and take a deep breath. Do a couple jumping jacks as we go through this because there's a lot of numbers. Um, there, there's probably going to be something that applies to you in here. So listen up here. Uh, the IRS is allowing maximum annual contributions to 401ks and similar retirement accounts this year that are all time highs. So that's good news with 401ks, 403bs, most 457 plans, uh, the federal government's thrift saving plan, they can contribute as much as $22,500 this, this year. That's a significant increase, 9.8% from 2022's $20,500 limit. Uh, 50 and older can kick in an additional $7,500 catch-up contribution. That's a $1,000 jump beyond 2022. So if you're 50, you can contribute as much as $30,000 a year to those plans. That's a big difference in what it was just a couple of years ago. Um, the annual IRA contribution limit this year has increased from 65, uh, to $6,500. It was $6,000 last year, 2022. And 50 and older can throw another $1,000 into the IRA. So that's the same amount that was permissible in 2022. Um Money contributed to a traditional IRA is tax deductible if certain rules are met, you know, including various income limits, combined income limits, whether or not you have a, a 401k, all these different things. IRA contributions are also tax deductible if you or your spouse aren't covered by an employer's plan at work, like I was saying. Um, singles covered by an employer's retirement plan aren't eligible for deduction uh, after their modified adjusted gross income or MAGI or MAGI, whatever you, however you may say it. I hear everybody say it a different way. M-A-G-I, right? Is the way you're going to see it. Yeah. People, people say it, oh, they'll call it Maggie. They'll call yeah. it MAGI. So M-A-G-I, the deduction vanishes for married couples filing jointly uh, when they're MAGI. 
yeah. adjusted gross that income. That would be the biblical a, pronunciation, yeah. but I, I don't know if that applies here. I'm just making. I, I like up. it. Though. I'm making things up. It feels it. You know, it's snowing where I am today, so it feels right to say that. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Um, I feel like some wise men are going to show up soon. Uh, <laughs> but it's 136 thousand for those married couples filing jointly. Got it. So um, we should probably take a moment right here to let our listeners know that phone number of yours. And I know you've set aside some appointments for our listeners and there's no co- no charge, no obligation if they want to set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah, it's nothing more than your time to show up and sit down and talk or schedule a phone call, or, uh, you know, video conference. You can give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can request one through the website at compass-ltd.com. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, we're talking about some significant changes that have been happening to retirement strategizing uh, this year. And I know a lot of people might be thinking about retiring in the next few years, if not this year, next year or the following. So this will affect them. Uh, what's next? Yeah, since we haven't, you know, as, a go- as the government hasn't solved that, how everybody can have insurance issue yet a lot of people yeah. do have these things called health savings accounts yep hsas those are for high deductible uh medical plans now you'll be able to contribute an additional 200 dollars for individuals and 450 dollars for families this year that means the annual inflation adjusted limit on hsa contributions for self only coverage for a high deductible health plans now three thousand eight hundred fifty dollars and for Family coverage for 2023 is $7,750. That's an increase of about 5.5% from last year's limits. Wow. Okay. Um, Remind us who is eligible for an HSA because that sounds like a great tool. Yeah. So HSA's options available to people who have high deductible health care plans. It's also known as an HDHP. So you can establish an account as a self-employed freelancer or a business owner if you have a qualified HDHP. IRS determines the parameters for the accounts on a yearly basis. And uh, as a lot of people likely know, that high deductible plan means you pay a lower monthly premium than you would with other plans, but it also means you have a larger annual deductible. That's the amount you kick in for covered medical costs before your insurance is triggered. So the money you don't use can roll over year after year. It can be used for non-qualified expenses after you've turned 65, which is a benefit too. And the article touts HSAs because it explains they provide a triple tax advantage. It allows a person to first contribute money tax-free. It allows the money to grow tax-free. And then third, let that money come out tax-free for qualified health care expenses. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, That sounds good. I mean, I get that. And it sounds like a great tool to use. And this is some eye-opening information. I mean, uh, I need to take notes on this. I'm going to tell my wife to listen to this show. But I know you, you have a lot more for us, right? Oh, you know me, Tony. <laughs> for better or worse, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I okay. love you, man. So there's a Forbes article, and it was the top 10 retirement tips for 2023. We touched on a couple of these already this year. Um, there's some valuable information for the audience. First recommendation, lose your fear of inflation. I believe that mm. was submitted by the White House to Forbes. Um, no, no, certainly right. the, <laughs> yeah, there's an agenda, some, some lawmaker, I like some fear lawmaker. of inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared. It's great for you. Um, it's fear like of vitamin, the inflation. Inflation's like vitamin D get as much as you can. Um, 
Now, the last year or more has made a lot of retirees, near retirees, fearful about their financial status. And really, who can blame them? It's only natural for the rising cost of things, you know, food, gas, utilities, eggs, to make anyone nervous. The article points to a survey in which a quarter of respondents said inflation is likely to delay their retirement. Now, it's easy to feel concerned when you see the prices at the grocery store, but it's more important to focus things, you know, on things like your your property tax rates, healthcare costs. That way it takes the blame off of other people and puts it on you. No, that's a joke. No. Was it? No. it? Did you have to tell me it was a joke? <laughs> I shouldn't have to have. And what, was it a joke? I don't think it is. No, but honestly, you can't. Personally, I think it's easier to do things about things like your food costs by shopping different, cooking sure. different than your property tax rates and your health care costs. Well, right? yeah, that's true. Those, those things are going to make a difference, but maybe you can find a better plan as well. What I think is you should be paying attention to all of them. Well, um, obvi- obviously, I mean, right. You, yeah. But, you know, generally uh, some people use a two or three percent annual inflation rate to simulate how a budget's going to evolve during a 25 year retirement. Uh, why it's mo- because inflation historically doesn't stay at the seven or eight percent through 2050 uh, like it has been. Right. So or 17 percent or 48 percent, depending on what thing you're looking at. Right. So historically, inflation's been around two point nine eight percent over any rolling 30 year period in our market's history. So in, if you want to do something plan for inflation, actually at around like three and a half percent. Because then if it falls where it normally does over time, over th- any given 30 years, that's then you're going to be okay. There's, of course, going to be years where it's over 2.98%. But in order for it to average 2.98%, there's going to be years where it's almost zero. Wow. So, yeah. Right? If, if, if there's up years, if it's above that, there's going to be years that have to be below that. So understanding that it's part of the process is one thing. Not fearing it. I is almost saying don't be human. Yeah. Fear it. Yeah. Fear it. Don't let it control you. Right. So plan basic, for it. Yeah. Bas- plan for it. Basically what you're saying is pay attention to inflation, but don't assume that today's inflation rate will be tomorrow's inflation rate. Right. As sometimes, we've seen. Yeah. Sometimes inflation lasts for longer than other times. But it in the in our modern history, it's never, especially in our economy, it's never lasted at this rate for 20 years, for 30 years. So we use history as a guide because what other guide do we have? Otherwise we're making policy and, you know, our, our investment policies out of chaos theory. And that doesn't make any sense. Uh, We make our retirement plans out of chaos theory. We're not going to have a very solid retirement plan. So we go with history as a guide and let's face it. If things are like that forever, there's a lot bigger things to worry about than how much milk's going to cost. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or eggs, although, whew, the price of eggs. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, but, you know, we've talked previously about having a social security strategy. I mean, we've done numerous shows on this if our listeners want to look back at past shows, but the, the, it changes all the time. And I know you help people maximize their social security. You have a report you can run and you have to find a strategy that's going to work for you and your goals. And that, again, is a reason for people to work with uh, people like yourself, right? Absolutely. You know, we talk about this. We've seen it. Uh, I see it in action. 
I hear people say, doesn't it, isn't it true that I should take my check as soon as possible? Maybe every it's different for everybody. It depends on your situation. Let's look at all the data. Um, we've, we've done so many shows on this. Talk to someone who can run you what's called a social security maximization report. We can, we offer it complimentary to our clients. We rerun it whenever necessary, whenever things change, um, keep an eye on what's going to be the best plan. Uh, next thing about the article, uh, reassess your strategy about maybe where you want to live during retirement. Yeah. Now, housing costs are currently undergoing significant changes. Mortgage rates are increasingly, uh, they're, they're going up. Prices in the once thriving house market are coming down a little bit because of that. But even in the face of those trends, housing in a lot of places is still out of reach for a lot of retirees. Oh, yeah. It's, it's as out of reach for a lot of retirees as it is for first-time home buyers. Right? So the article suggests those changes may exist past the current market downturn means you may want to discuss where you're considering spending your retirement with your financial services professional. But more importantly, discuss where you're going to be spending your retirement with the person you're going to be spending your retirement with. Come up with an actual decent idea of a couple scenarios so that when you're talking to your financial services professional, you're coming up with plans that you know will actually weather the storm if it doesn't, if it doesn't change. Yeah. 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 That's huge. And I think that, um, it, you know, where you live is big. A lot of people want to downsize, but they need to look at the market and where it's at. And I know this is part of the planning that you do with your clients. So again, I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call. And now you, we briefly mentioned healthcare, but uh, what about healthcare tips for people who are planning on retiring? Okay. So the retirement part of this, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Medicare. Um, you're eligible to enroll in Medicare when you're 65, not doing so on time. That can result in significant penalties. Work with your financial services pro, devise a Medicare strategy well before your 65th birthday. You want to make sure your coverage begins in a timely manager uh, manner. I'm sorry, but uh, that managing that's only one part of your retirement strategy for Medicare. Um, you know, that you want, there's a fidelity study it says the typical American couple spend $315,000 on additional healthcare expenses, like co-pays, additional premiums, uncovered expenses during retirement. That's up from last year's $300,000 estimate. As a matter of fact, when we started doing this show together, Tony, I believe it was somewhere in the area of $235,000 a year. Um, Wow. Is, is what the uh, typical couple was going to spend on. It might have been a little higher than that, but not by much. No, I think so you're it, right on. I mean, just a yeah. few years back when yeah. we did a show on it, I remember that number 230 or 235 being thrown yeah. out there. So, you know, if you're, so it's going up. So planning on some of this, if you're pushed into retirement before you turn 65, you're going to need to find health insurance that will see you through to Medicare eligibility. You know, COBRA, the Affordable Care Act, they may be options. Your company might offer some type of retiree health coverage as well. Ultimately, it's important to build a strategy now rather than waiting for certain choices to be forced on you. And think about that. Like, think about that chunk of money in addition to all the other things you're going to need money for in retirement. That's why the sooner you get your plan in place, the better. Yeah. And as you always say, Matt, plan, plan, plan. That's the key. Have a written retirement income plan, a retirement plan, and financial plan. And I know that's how you help your clients, putting these plans together, running reports. Before we go today, how can our listeners get that? How can they get what? The, the plan, plan? A plan well, in place. 
We could, there's some complimentary reports we offer for everyone. We do comprehensive financial planning for all of our clients, right? Some people are just planning clients, but everybody where we take care of all their, you know, we manage all their accounts for them. The people who we take care of, you know, soup to nuts, um, we do comprehensive financial planning at the minimum yearly for them. So we're always reviewing their plan. If you, if that's something you want to get put together, we, you know, CFP puts it together. Our advisory team reviews it with you. We go over everything year round, make sure we're staying on the goals. What did last year's plan look like in comparison to this year's plan? And I'll tell you, having those things put in place, we talked about some of the fear and the things you should be scared of, shouldn't be scared of. People that have these things in place, they are scared of so much less than the average person because they know that inflation, they know that volatility, they know that the unknowns are built into this. Like, what if the these are the worst case scenarios? These are the best case scenarios, and we're going to land somewhere in between. And we keep tweaking that till we get to where everybody can sleep at night. If that's something you want help with, uh, reach out to us. It's super simple. Give us a call. 800-339-9252, or you visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Hey, that sounds great, Matt. Great show today. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brenner. Almost does it. Don't forget, you have a happy birthday this week. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.